Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Writer's Haven. I'm your host, Musu of Musu Writes. And today is kind of like a pop-up episode. I know it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we dropped the last episode, but I had other um, episodes scheduled, but I kind of like rearranged things because I was inspired by a really great conversation I had with uh, one of my uh, newest subscribers to the show. And it was a really good conversation. So it kind of just inspired me to reconnect with some things and um, share with you guys a a story about myself and, um, you know, another excerpt from the book, The Reminder that I read to you guys in a previous episode. I think it's episode 36. So um, before I get to that, I just want to thank you guys for Um, subscribing for following and connecting with me on social media. I I wish I could just meet everyone (laughs) in person. I mean, the interest that you show in the show and the comments that you have to offer are are really nice and inspiring. So I do appreciate that. Um, So before, um, you know, we... So today I'm reading again from, like I said, the reminder, Quiet Power, Peaceful Confidence. I'm going to read an excerpt from there, but Before I do that, I had wanted to share kind of, you know, what led to me doing this pop-up episode. Like I said, I had a conversation with um, a friend uh, not too long ago, and uh, we were talking about fear, basically. And they had their experience, you know, because there were certain choices that they had to make, and different things were pulling at them, and you know, we were kind of just going back and forth, talking things out to help them come to, you know, the best conclusion for them. And while having this conversation, it, it just came to me this experience that I had, uh, for those of you who may follow me or who are connected with me on social media, you know that I am uh, a military vet. And I always try to show uh, or give support, whether it's online or offline, for anything that related to vets. Um, so being in the, the military is definitely part of my right, has become part of my writing journey, um, part of where the reason why, where I am, where I'm at today. And, you know, a whole lot of other things. It's a it's a life-changing experience, and I say that in, in a very positive way. Um, I, I loved it. I didn't know what to expect going in, but the connections that I made uh, during that time that I was having that experience have become lifelong c- connections. And different things that happened to me, you know, I'll just never forget. So one of the things that came back to me uh, while this this person was talking about uh, what they were trying to decide to do regarding, you know, a situation that they were encountering was uh, my experience doing during boot camp during training. When you for, is, for those of you who, who don't know, when you first enroll in the military, you know, you have to go through um, military training. So it, it's it's no walk in the park. <laughs> it's no. uh you know, it's nothing like, you know, having fun at an amusement park or anything. You know, it's a, it's a lot of drilling. You're you're yanked out of your comfort zone. Um, you become homesick, you know, all types of things. But at the end of the day, you are a completely different person. At least I know I knew that I was. Um, I was not the same person as I was going in. So during the training, you know, you go through different phases. Uh, you you get tested in many different ways, you know, and, you know, you hear you, 
maybe you've seen the movies pertaining to the military where they're they're training them. You got to do all these push-ups and you know all this back and forth, and uh, they're yelling at you and all this other stuff. But the biggest test I believe that you have, and I think I speak for a lot of people when I say this, is you are tested mentally from the day you walk into the facility to the day that you leave and you know move on to the next phase in your career that's where they mess with you the most i mean you can run they can yell at you to run 10 miles or you know do 50 push-ups in one minute at overtime or you know whatever wherever you are physically it's it's nothing compared to you being able to handle uh everything that they're throwing at you mentally so um, one of the things that we had to do during our training, this is probably after a few weeks of being yelled at, being drilled, learning how to dress and all that good thing, all that good stuff. You, you have an obstacle course that uh, you have to complete. You have to, that's part of your progress. You know, if you fail it or you don't do it at all, uh, you, you really cannot go to the next phase. So during, during this obstacle course, there was a part where we had to cross monkey. We had to cross a, a, a really disgusting body of water using monkey bars that connected from one end to the other. So for those of you who don't know what monkey bars are, and I, because I know I have a, people who listen from different parts of the world, so bear with me. Uh, the monkey bars are what the kids used to play with on, on the playground, you know, um, it's oh, it's kind of hard to describe. You can Google it, of course, and you can get a picture of it. But basically, a monkey bar is it's something that you use your hands with. You you only use your hands, and you you put one hand in front of the other, and you you see you're literally swinging from one end of the monkey bars to the other. So it's like a row of bars that are in the air, and you you have to hold on you you have to the only way you could cross them is if you use your hands you grab one bar and then you grab the other one in front of it and so forth and so forth until you have reached the other side so i had to cross we well we all had to cross these monkey bars but right underneath the monkey bars was i don't know this was i don't know where this the source of this water came from. I don't know if it was sewage water. I don't know if it was, uh, you know, what the river didn't want anymore, but it was green, brown, and disgusting. So we're standing in line waiting to, um, you know, one by one take our turn with crossing these monkey bars. And so there's a, there's a lot going on here, okay? There's a, there's a lot going on. You have you're, you're, you're dreading the fact that you have to cross without falling in. And you have that. And then you have the lovely drill sergeants, you know, telling you that you're not going to amount to anything. Um, talking about your mama. They're, they're saying all types of things to just, you know, just to make you feel discouraged um, or to just mess with you so that by the time you, you start using those monkey bars, you're, you're just in shambles. Um, so you have that going on and then you have your own thoughts. You know, I had my own thoughts that were just running through my mind. That body of water looks gross. God forbid I fall in it. Um, I had a bad experience as a child on the monkey bars. So I was not trying to relive that again. And then, um, you know, what's going to happen if I do fall that gross disgusting brown green whatever that was in the water is going to be all over me and because we are in 
uh, boot camp, I don't know when the next time, I don't know the next time I'll be able to have access to a shower. Sorry if that grosses some of you out, but that's just the reality of, of the training. Uh, you know, you're not living a life of luxury out there. So, you know, all these things are going through my head. I'm nervous. I'm scared. And I was just, just desperately trying to encourage my way out of this. It was just, you know, it wasn't the worst experience, but it was definitely a, a challenging one. And we had just came from another part of the obstacle course that involved that also involved water. I really cannot remember exactly what it was. I think we had to swim through something or something. I can't, but we were wet. So we were standing in this line wet, waiting to crawl, use the, the monkey bars to get to the other part of the obstacle course. So, you know, my hands are damp and I'm sitting there, not only in addition to everything else I told you, I just said was going on with the drill sergeants and the negative thoughts. I'm watching my other flight members before me attempt to cross and, just fail terribly. Some of them fell in the water. <laughs> that, that, that just made it even worse for me. It's like, oh God, you know, I really don't want that to be me when it is my turn. I feel so bad for them. And, you know, we're, you know, by this time in with the group of, of women I was with, we were pretty much sisters by this time. You know, you're, you're in a, in an environment where you're going to get close to these people, whether you, you like it or not. So, you know, we're kind of like trying to encourage each other. And I, I'm i gearing myself up as I take one step closer, to, you know, as I'm one step closer to it being my turn and my hands are damp. And so I quickly wipe my hands on the back of the girl standing in front of me. I wipe it down her the back of her, her shirt, you know, to kind of like dry my hands off. And, you know, she, she's, she laughed at me and we both shared a quick laugh, you know, trying to encourage each other to get ready. So... It's her turn. The girl standing in front of me, it's her turn. And she, she goes, and she probably made it probably about three or four bars in before she fell. And then there was this one drill sergeant next to me. You know, he, he was having a field day. Uh, you know, I don't know if he woke up in an extra bad mood than he that they're already in. But, yeah, he, he was just letting me know what was going to happen to me and... You know, um, I wasn't going to make it across the bars. You know, you're, you're not in shape. You're not this and you're not that. And he, you know, the, the other drill sergeants are elbowing each other. Like, yeah, look at this one. You know, <laughs> you think this one is going to make it? No, of course she's not going to make it. You know, oh gosh, look, that one just fell in. Look at a bunch of pansies. So it's my turn. And <laughs> this, this drill sergeant is still in my ear, you know, telling me that I'm not this and I'm not that. But but by this time, in basic training, to be honest with you, you, you really do get used to it. At least most people do, right? So um, said a prayer to my, myself. It's like, goodness, please don't let me fall in this disgusting water. My hands were nice and dry. I take a hold of one bar, take a hold of the next bar, take a hold of one more bar, take a hold of the next bar. Before I knew it, I was on the other side of those monkey bars, water-free, completely dry. Um, and by the time I had gotten to the other side of those bars, that drill sergeant that was, you know, talking trash to me, all he could do was stand there and look at me and, and turn around and walk away. He had nothing else to say because I apparently had proved him wrong. 
because he just knew that I was going to flunk that part of the obstacle course. So, yeah, that that is one of the the, the memories, the many memories that always stands out uh, when it comes to dealing with things that may seem overwhelming to me, um, may seem, you know, impossible. So, and then you have people in your ear being negative. All those different things that I described before crossing the monkey bars, that's chaos. No bombs were going off. No one was, was getting shot. You know, uh, things weren't being thrown all over the place, but there was definitely chaos going on. Okay. People around you are not composed. They're, they're full of fear. You have people speaking negativity to you. Um, you know, you're literally seeing people in front of you not make it. You know, people all around you are just a mess. Everything is, is a mess. And you're, then on top of that, your thoughts are coming in and doing what they do. All of that is considered chaos. And naturally, we as people, you know, we're, there's going to be fear. There's going to be hesitancy. There's going to be doubt. All of that stuff is going to kick in. And I remember talking, you know, blogging and talking about fear um, in the early part of my of my writing journey on making, you know, not to be on welcoming fear basically is what I'm trying to say, because it is just a natural part of how we process things and it is a temporary thing. So, um, and I, I did do a a podcast on fear as well. And so if I am able to find that, I will include that in the show notes. So check out the, 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 episode on fear and the episode the midst of chaos part one of when I'm reading from the reminder um so yes fear is perfectly natural you should not feel that something is wrong with you because you are being fearful of something my concern is you know if we're not able to grow out of that or step out of that then that can be a concern because it's just a phase it is there's nothing permanent about fear right we used to be scared as kids. Some of us used to be scared of the dark. Now I cannot go to sleep unless the room is pitch black. So that fear was only for a certain amount of time. It's not something that stayed with me. Okay. So I want to read another excerpt of the reminder that talks about fear. And I will again, include uh, the the information on this book in the show notes, the author is Sonia Huh, and you can get this book on Amazon. Um, wonderful read. It's like every time I pick it up and read it, it's like reading it for the first time because I see something different or new in there every time that I read it. And no matter what your background is, no matter your beliefs, no matter what you're striving for, this book is a great tool for you. So I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs and, um, you know, maybe talk about a little more thing, a couple more things after that. And, you know, we will, I will see you, you know, in the next episode, but check this out again. This is, I read from chapter two last time. So again, this is also from chapter two. Um, and the chapter is called take a deep breath. All right. So if you are a fearful person, Take a deep breath and continue to breathe. At some point in our lives, we are all intimidated by someone or frazzled by something. You cannot allow fear to paralyze you. Do not allow fear to make you become or act like anyone else 
but your better self. Know that there is more to you than fear. You were not created to be afraid of anyone. Picking your battles, even ignoring some battles, is not fear or cowardice. It is quiet power. It is having peaceful confidence that you have much better things to do and that the amount of energy it would take engaging in a confrontation is just not worth it. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. If you are in a situation where you have colleagues who feel the need to prove why you have a lesser title than they have, take an even deeper breath. I embrace you and send you all the good energy that you deserve. You will need it and you will need a circle of healthy advisors who will uphold you, direct you, and lovingly and objectively tell you like it is. You can cave into who your colleagues want you to be, how small they want you to be, or you can retain your dignity by standing out and being yourself. Walking the path that everyone else is walking is always easier, but let's think for a moment about the amount of work that goes into acting and looking the part. Think about how much energy goes into trying to fit in with the clique or the popular people in the office. So I'm going to stop there. Um, Again, this is from The Reminder, Quiet Power, Peaceful Confidence by Sonia Huff. And uh, I gave a little bit of background on, you know, the author in the previous episode. I think it's episode 36 on where her inspiration came from um, in writing this book. And a lot of it had to do with experience in the workplace, but it all ties together, especially with not letting fear change who you really are, because it is, there is nothing permanent about fear. Um, it's a part of life. It's a part of processing things. It's, it's a part of journeys. And that particular statement about fear is, is highlighted in the book. Uh, do not allow fear to make you become or act like anyone else, but your better self. So that's why I don't like when, you know, you see that people are living with or carrying fear for so long uh, that they've just completely morphed into some someone or, or something that they're not putting on an act, you know, like it said in the book and just going out of their way to be something that they're not because it's rooted in fear. They're afraid of how they're going to people are going to look at them. They're afraid of how people are going to react. Um, and for different reasons, insecurity or whatever the case may be. So here's the thing. I gave the, the, the example about the monkey bars, because even though I was not standing in an office or any working in an office or anything like that, those same elements were still in place. Those same things still applied. You know, you had the negative, I had the negativity around me. I had, um, the, the negative outcomes in front of me, other people not making it to the next part of the obstacle course. So that would easily feed my reasoning, you know, saying that, well, if they didn't make it, what makes you think you're going to make it? So I had to fight through all of that. And this is why one of that particular moment, um, always comes to me, you know, during certain times I had to, navigate my way through all of that through the negativity that was all around me and I ended up making it across the the other side with 
you know, of course, (laughs) the effects of the, uh, the adrenaline and all of that anxiety calming down. Yeah. Again, all of that is normal. But the fact that I was able to navigate my way out of that, I always use that example to encourage other people when it comes to trying to make a decision, you know, well, should I go ahead and, um, take this, this job, you know, even though I don't care for certain things about the people that are there or I have a bad feeling or what have you, but it seems like a great opportunity. Why not? Why not take advantage? Um, because either way it could be a learning experience. Um, you know, you're thinking about quitting your job and going off to start your own business. Hey, there's a lot of fear and doubt that could easily be associated with that. And then you have, you may have friends and family that don't understand and they're saying all types of things to you that may not be the most helpful things. You can navigate your way through all of that. If you really know what it is that you want and where you're trying to go, you have that resilience in you to navigate your way through all of that negativity and make it on the other side. So, of course, I have to bring it back to the whole writing. You know, a lot of us out here um, are either trying to finish that manuscript or get someone to notice that manuscript. And it's not easy if you keep getting rejected. Um, It's not easy if, you know, you and your editor are not eye to eye or you can't even find an editor that's not going to take advantage of you or you know you want to self-publish and you're just finding one hurdle after another with that it's just one obstacle after another with trying to get self-published whether it's your you know different things in your life going on or the the people that you're dealing with to get self-published aren't really the best help you know whatever it is um you can navigate your way through that You know, I think I have previously shared that my manuscript is finished and I'm currently trying to um, get get noticed or get uh, connected with the right agent. That hasn't been easy at all. And I just had this particular conversation with someone the other day, um, just trying to find someone who will know how to help me carry this story to where it needs to go, because I do have the confidence that it is a good story. But there are different obstacles in place um, between where I am now and where I know I'm going to go as far as my manuscript is concerned. So uh, we all have that ability. We all have that resilience within us, not just to say, oh, I'm big and strong and I'm brave, but to help us navigate through the, the different parts, the different challenges of our journey, you know, as we move along, as we grow and as we progress. So, um, tap into that, you know, there are so many different ways to do that. You look at your social circle. The reminder also talks about that. Who's in your social circle? Are they, is it a healthy social circle? You know, uh, because that is a a great factor and you have different resources that you can take advantage of. I, I believe that, um, you know, mental and emotional health resources are, more accessible now than ever, especially since it's being talked about more. And if you, when it comes to writing, if you're looking for encouragement with that, they have groups on Goodreads. There are groups um, in your local area. I always talk about the, the Life Journey Writers Guild, a great group 
to to join because you encourage each other and you learn how to better your craft. So all of those things are important uh, as far as moving forward and growing, whether you're writing a book or whether you're trying to start a business, whatever it is you're trying to do, or you're just trying to be a, an overall better person. It all ties together. Uh, the, the common denominator is resilience is, you know, um, and I also believe our spirituality, um, what, who, and what we're leaning on that has, that makes a huge difference as well. So just wanted to share that, um, that story in another excerpt, uh, you know, I, cause I kind of forgot that I was supposed to do a part two to the, in the midst of the chaos, but that conversation that I had today reminded me so and then you have the reminder <laughs> so please go ahead and check it out the reminder is on amazon i hope to do more of these episodes as we go along and i want to thank you all again for your continued interest um, there are other episodes definitely on the way um, i just have to finish editing and releasing <laughs> All right. Thank you again. Please connect with me. I am on social media. My handle across the board is at Musu Writes. So from Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Musu Writes. And then you have Instagram and Twitter, which is Musu Writes as well. And then you also have the website. If you go to MusuWrites.com, get on that mailing list um, because I have a couple of announcements coming up and yeah, it's it's been quite a while since I've spoken to you guys directly. So if you are not already signed up on the mailing list, check out MusuWrites.com and you can click that link and start getting your newsletters. All right. So thank you guys again. I will see you in the next episode. Take care.